Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Schultz. While the Seahawks were shut out for the first time in Russell Wilson's career on Sunday, it was also the first time that Russell Wilson was coming back after a significant injury and missing time. Here's what Pete Carroll had to say about the team's lackluster showing on offense. We're real frustrated the way it came out. You know, we had intended to get uh, get some stuff going. It didn't work out for us. You know, we just couldn't get couldn't get a rhythm again. And uh, these guys played really good again on defense, and they gave us a hard time. Um, but we're, we're disappointed. And, and you know, we go back to every play. You know, we're looking at every play that could have gone the other way, uh, completions or runs, and and uh, we're just just frustrated. We're not finding the rhythm that we need to find. The Seahawks did not run the ball much in Green Bay. They handed the ball off to running backs 11 times, 10 of those going to Alex Collins, one to Travis Homer. And that was over the course of 59 offensive plays. Here's Pete talking about why it was so lopsided in favor of passing plays. I didn't like when we didn't get the ball run more. You know, it's not in a close game like that. I, I just would have expected that we would run the ball, uh, you know, well more, more than we did. Running backs carried the ball 11 times. That's not enough. It's not enough to get any rhythm. It's not enough to get to get the feel for the game. And, and it took us, uh, we got, you know, so few plays in the first half in particular. We just never never got going. You know, there's not enough chances. We, we came out and ran the ball, hit, hit 11, hit a six, you know, and, and got, got some, some movement and some space. But then we didn't convert and we're off the field. And, and uh, you know, we, we have been in this rhythm a lot this year where the, our opponent, We'll move the ball to kill some clock, and, and, and we're playing good defense, but it's still eating up clock. And when we're not making first downs on the other side, all of a sudden a half is just just squished into nothing, you know. And so, um, you know, it's just, it's, there just hasn't, we're not creating enough movement, and that means we have to drive the ball better. So that's, that comes from being efficient on first and second down. And obviously, you need to convert, but what we would rather be, you know, making first and second down move for us, so we make some first downs there as well. And it just it hasn't hasn't caught fire the way it needs to. And so, um, it, you know, we're still it's still a work, still a work for us. One player the Seahawks would like to get involved in the run game is wide receiver D. Eskridge. He got one touch in the game on kind of a jet sweep pop pass that ended up losing four yards. Here's Pete's explanation on why Eskridge was not featured more in the offense. He's just getting going. He's just getting back to us. I'm, uh, yeah, of course. You know, we, we we were anxious to get him rolling, but um, there wasn't enough plays for anybody to get going. Uh, fortunately, we got the ball to Gerald in this game, uh, at least more than we had, and that was that was good. But other than that, it was hard getting the ball to the wideouts. Um, just you know, just for what how it went, but. Um, you know, D's been out a long time. He's missed a lot of football. So we're that's the kind of th- the game that we're just hoping he gets in, gets started, and then we get going from here. So uh, we hope to see him more. And, and he made it through okay and all of that, so that's a really good sign. One of the positives coming out of this game was the fact that the Seahawks were able to get tight end Gerald Everett involved in the offense more. And another thing that we've talked about, particularly on 3-in, three 3-out, three is the Seahawks' avoidance of using the middle of the field. Pete was asked if that had an impact on the team's ability to be successful on offense. I, I don't. I don't think that's the reason. Um, I, I, you know, I don't think that's that's the reason that causes that. I think it's just you know we just got to be more effective and we got to protect better and do all of the things that you know that you need to do. I think the uh, um, throwing the ball to the tight end does you know draw the ball more towards the middle of the field and, and I think that you'll as you see us develop uh, with Gerald and, and keep growing with him. You know that he becomes a bigger factor. We really need him to be a factor to really round this thing out. And, and uh, 
Um, again, we ran out of plays yesterday, but um, there's no reason that we, we want him to be integrally involved in it, and I think that will give us the mix that we need. The Seahawks' offensive line struggled in the first half of this game against the Packers. Carroll addressed whether or not the play on the line is where it needs to be for this team to have success. I think we have the guys that, that we need to do this, yes. And, and uh, right off the bat, you know, we got rushed a couple times and, and uh, on third downs, longer third downs, and, and, um, and we didn't hold up protection-wise because of the rhythm of the play and all that. We need to help them more and make sure that they're, they're complemented with their play. Um, you know, we average over four yards a carry. We've got to run it more, you know. And, and uh, you know, I think uh, Alex was for something, you know, and we need to play on that and, and, and run with that. And uh, whoever's getting the ball, he got the ball 10 times yesterday. You know, it's just not enough. And I think all of that will, will suit them better and, and complement them more. On the defensive side of the ball, there were a few positives to take away from the game, including the performance of rookie cornerback Trey Brown. He played really well. And the, the opportunities that he got, he, uh, he really came through and made, made good plays. Had a really good play on the deep ball. Had a, a couple good you know, challenges. Uh, he's playing really good technique-wise. His footwork is really good. On the deep ball that he played, it was like a perfect play. Um, the great third down win that he, the fourth down win that he had was a big play. He's doing good. He, I'm, I'm not surprised, you know, from the information that we got earlier that this is what it looks like. And uh, I'm talking about all the way back to camp when we started going with him. He's he's coming through, so um, he's earning himself a spot. In the press conference, Carroll had some praise for Quandre Diggs and Jamal Adams for their play in the game. He also had some positive things to say about linebacker Jordan Brooks but also noted a couple of areas where he'd like to see some improvement. He had a bunch of tackles and uh, had some, you know, had a couple of really nice plays in the passing game down the field. Um, I need him to see a few more screen passes, you know, and, and, and eyeball a couple of those for us and help us out that where they were pecking away at us uh, yesterday. Um, he, he's really a complete player. He's just, he, he's a runner and a hitter. He's a physical tackler. Um, He's got excellent speed. He missed his tackle on the, on the perimeter on a big play for those guys um, that he generally makes. But um, And he also pressures well. So he he's really has the whole thing. He's, he just has to stay out there and just keep gaining more ground so that uh, plays like screens and kind of the offshoot tempo plays are things that he becomes familiar with and can take advantage of his ability. Because sometimes he misses some his opportunities. That that's that It's not always going to be like that. And uh, he's going to be... You know, really tough to def- to deal with uh, as he continues to you know gain his experience. And lastly, let's wrap things up with some injury updates from Coach Carroll on left tackle Dwayne Brown and safety Ryan Neal. It looks like we might have dodged a bullet here with with Dwayne. Um, he's got a, a hip a little hip strain, but um, he had a good reports today, and so we'll we'll take it one day at a time. But uh, um, maybe we might be luck- lucking out on that one. Um, as far as Ryan, he he will be in the concussion protocol. And we'll need to see how that goes. That's going to do it for today's show. Thanks to Wilson Kahn for helping to produce this episode. You can follow him on Twitter at Wilson underscore Kahn, C-O-N-N. And I know I said I'd have a three in, three out on Tuesday. We had to push that back a day. So look for that now on Wednesday. I'll be back here talking more Seahawks with Clinton Bonner. So you still have time to send your ins, send your outs. Maybe you rewatch the game. You suffer through it. You have some things that you want to say. Tweet at Clinton Bonn and use the hashtag 3i3o. In the meantime, while you're waiting for that, check out Jackson Bevins. He's got his cigar thoughts up at fieldgoals.com, generating a lot of comments there, so you're going to want to check that out. And another one from Stan Taylor, 
saying that Geno Smith should start until Russell Wilson is actually healthy. I mentioned it in the post game. I think Russell Wilson is actually healthy. He just made some bad choices on where to throw the football against the Packers. Probably something we're going to be talking about in three in, three out. Stay tuned for that. And until then, go Hawks.